I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year 1985. Bueller? Bueller? Nobody puts a baby in a corner. Oh, gnarly! Hey, where's the beef? I want my MTV. I want my MTV! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Live from Members Only Studios, this is Living in the 80s. My name is Rob, and I am your host. Thank you again, as always, for listening. Uh, just a reminder, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, and now on Amazon Podcasts, as well as you can listen to us weekly on Star 107.9, Dot com and Roundtown Radio on the internet. Uh, join us at our webpage at livinginthe80s.us and of course our Facebook page uh, that's Living in the 80s. So hopefully you find us th- here, there, and everywhere. Uh, this week uh, is part two of our very special uh, joint venture podcast with our friends over at Chewing the Fat. So today we are going to uh, go back to uh, the second half of 1985 of that episode. We had a ton of fun doing it, and hopefully you guys had as much fun listening to it last week as you will this week. So uh, buckle up, kids. We are about to take off, and next week we will be back to normal. But uh, for now, let's uh, join our episode already in progress. Um, the Golden Jubilee, the largest faceted diamond in the world at 546 carats, was found. Oh, wow. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who I just lost thought, it, though? I just, before, they, before they cut it up and faceted now, it, it was when, 756. When you find all these facts, you ever see some of these like, I don't really want to use that. Well, I think it's That would have qualified for me. Well, I would have went. I, I understand, but I'm not just doing this for the... F- Three of you. Oh, for, for the gemologists out there that are listening there to the podcast. There, there could says, be some woman out there going, yeah, that's the one I want. Why does it got to be a woman? Make it have been a dude. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty that's bad. Went for like that an engagement. Great. That was so 2019. That's racist against women. That was so 2019. Uh, they call that sexist today. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. Here we go. So, all right. Uh, here's one that you probably wouldn't care about either then. That's uh, Coco, right. the sign language using gorilla, was given two kittens named Lipstick and Smokey. <laughs> after her previous kitten, Ball Ball... Which was featured on a cover of National Geographic the year before was run over by a car. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rob on that one. That's yeah. another one. Wow. I mean, that was, no, that was actually like a I've famous. I've got a whole pocket of who cares over there. I'm going yeah. to add that to it. No, it, I only put that in there because that that cover of Coco with the kitten on National Geographic was like you know really really popular. And uh, I just thought you know was, what? What's more interesting to me is on some of this the artwork on some of these um, covers here. Batman's ears are like nine feet tall. Yeah. It's, I it's all hate those long, hate tall those. ears. Or they, or they give them like the little tiny stubby ones, like yeah. the Adam you West gotta, ones. Have, I mean, yeah. There has to be a happy medium. Which, uh, down there, uh, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Catwoman episodes. Yeah, right there. Um, no, that's, yeah, that, were, that Jim Ballant 
is the guy who drew. That is the best Batman artist I have seen in a long time. Mm. I, I love Jim Ballant. I love his artwork. He uh, he did that. I, I think the the where it says the Night Quest Batman right there. That's the right ear height right there. This one right here. Yes. Second next to the last. Yeah. Yeah, that's God, a good one. That's a right. Podcasters can see this. Yeah. Yeah, we are yeah. painting a great uh, for, picture. For, 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 <laughs> so that you guys understand, I am a huge comic book nerd, and uh, there are approximately ninety something Batman comics uh, stuck to my wall. Uh, in a big wallpaper fashion. Yeah, and it's, it, they're not like duct taped or like they're in this like this neat, cool little dividing look. Oh thing. yeah, it, it, it looks like artwork. It doesn't look like they're bagged somebody and boarded, and then they're put inside of a top loader sleeve, plastic top loader sleeve, and they're actually velcroed, so you can oh, wow. actually pull them down and take them out. You know, if you Get want out to. Of here. Huh. Yep, nifty. So nifty. All right, all right. So okay, well, you know, speaking of just other facts that nobody's really going to care about. Here we go. Uh, WrestleMania made its debut. Oh, hold on, now we're talking. <laughs> okay, okay. Back it up, right now. Now we're getting to really important. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Here. All right, Please. WrestleMania. We're going to commandeer the rest of your podcast here we at this go, time. Baby. <laughs> so WrestleMania made its debut, featuring nine matches with wrestlers like the Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant, Nikolai Volkov, Captain Lou Albano, and Big John Studd. The main event was a tag team match pitting Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Yes. Wonderful. Hogan pinned Piper for the win. So that was WrestleMania 1. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys watch WrestleMania 1? No. Uh, we never bought pay-per-views at that time. My parents wouldn't no. have spent that kind of money, so you had to wait no, for... No, mine wouldn't either. We, I remember going to a friend's house. We all chipped in like five bucks. I think the right. buy-in was like 50 or so. I don't remember what it was. 50 bucks. Buddy. Yeah, so we all we all went in and bought it. And uh, I I was more of an NWA fan. Absolutely. And there, so, so I'm watching this WWF crap, and I'm going... Uh, I remember when Roddy Piper was in Georgia... And like he was one of the best heels ever, and then now he's like in cartoon character world. Because if you were a serious wrestling fan back then, you just scoffed at the WWE. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, like Georgia no, only. You, you would get disqualified if you threw somebody over the top rope in the WWF. You weren't allowed to bleed. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it's, it's you know <laughs> their their cage matches had like it wasn't like the chain link fence that we know. It was like. Uh, nine by nine squares all over that you could easily fit a sledgehammer or yeah. some other foreign object in. Yeah. Iron Sheik was not even, he was even comical in the WWF. Yeah. Well, yeah. see at, at my age, all I knew was the WWF and it's what I grew up with. <laughs> wow. And I enjoyed it. I watched the cartoon. Uh, I was a big fan of uh, Hulk Hogan cartoon. And Ooh. now my, you never saw a Tommy I, Rich cartoon, did you? I swear no, you, know. <laughs> you didn't, but it would have been better. It would have been him like Dukes of Hazard style, yeah. going beating people up. Him and Dusty Rhodes jumping in the general. Yep. Dusty Rhodes. I, Dusty I went Rhodes. up to visit my cousins, and it rained all weekend, and we couldn't go outside and play, so we stayed inside, and we just entertained ourselves, and we listened to the WWE sings. That's a WWF. WWF sings uh, album. Oh on repeat, gosh. on cassette, oh on repeat. Hillbilly Jim and mm. Tito Santana, and oh my goodness, that's bad. That's the, bad. The, the 80s was Gordon Soley and, and you know, uh, the four TBS, horsemen, 605, you know, oh, Magnum TA. Oh man, yeah, I thought the it was Freebers. Magnum PI. No, not no. not not this wrestling. It wasn't. This no. guy had a very similar but better mustache than yes, Tom Zilla <laughs> and a much better mullet. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything was, about any of that. Dude, you need to tell me rich baby dude i could mike do you just get lost on youtube videos just 
on occasion, I can do I'll that. I watched some old Dusty Roads. I yeah. watched uh, a couple weeks ago Tommy Rich and Buzz Sawyer in the uh, oh, cage in Atlanta. That's one of the best feuds ever. <laughs> the, the funny thing though is the cage, the ceiling was mm-hmm. only about seven feet high. So mm-hmm. when they would try to pick somebody up to slam them, They'd <laughs> nail their heads. <laughs> yes. Yes. it was not well put Double together. Double slam. <laughs> yes, but it was a great effect. Man, those guys be covered in blood. We, like, we were talking Piper about that on the Tommy way here, Rich actually, was, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tommy, I mean, Tommy Rich is oh. one of the best bleeders. I mean, he you, you look at a picture of Tommy, oh, yeah. you got him here. Even he's today, him. he's got these cuts. scars on his head where he's been cut so many times. Dusty Rhodes had that same Dusty thing. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. The yeah. American Dream. So you you actually did a podcast about wrestling in oh, the we 1980s. Did. We yeah, did. Big podcast. Okay, great. So people can go and listen to it there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or we can learn about gems of the 80s. <laughs> That's funny. So, wider audience. Okay. Or stamp collectors of the 80s. I'm sure I'm sure that's next. That's right up there with the chess championship. Here we go. Okay. And uh, weird but true fact of 1985, China banned the movie Back to the Future for its use of time travel, claiming (laughs) it was a disrespectful portrayal of history. Really? Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't see what's disrespectful about going back to 1955 and introducing your mom and dad to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, almost having sex Spoiler with you. Spoiler alert! Almost, yeah. he didn't almost do anything. She wanted him. She wanted she him. She rolls over the bed. He gets one touch. He's on the floor. Like no. Yeah, I'm talking about the car. Yeah, yeah she just kisses him. Still not. Still not. So she, she had okay, 15 you, layers of clothes on. There you, is nothing going to happen there. Well, Biff didn't have a problem later on. So Biff I mean, had a big problem because <laughs> George McFly came along and slugged him in the jaw. Yeah. It's fame, popular toys of 1985. Obviously, the Nintendo Entertainment System. We talked about that one earlier. Check. Uh she action figures hit the shelves. Hmm. And uh, She-Ra. Teddy Sheena was a man. She-Ra. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and ladies uh, and gentlemen, William Hung. Yes, and uh, Teddy Ruxpin hit the shelves in 1985. Mm-hmm. Creepy talking bear. Kind of weird. Yeah. Kinda weird. Yep. Uh, speaking of creepy dolls, my buddy. Came out, which uh, was the my buddy, which was the inspiration my for the buddy. Child's Play movies. Mm. So wherever he goes, hi, I'm Chuck. It's you want to play? Scary that you know the song. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I do remember you were, that. You were like, sing uh, it, but <laughs> you like that you sing it. Did, How old were you in 1985? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> too old to have a my buddy 16, doll. Sophomore in, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a my buddy? Matt, Matt are we calling you out? What's he the next bring fact? My buddy what's the next in, the, in the movie theater on a backpack and feed him both popcorn. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> what's the next fact you got there, Jason? Hey, all right. Uh, Pound Puppies. Oh. Shout out to Randy. They got to, <laughs> Pound Puppies came out in 1985. And the Wuzzles. <laughs> which, uh, I have no idea what yeah. that is. Yeah. I don't know I, I'm thinking 1985. I'm thinking like Cabbage Patch Kids, the G.I. Joe action figures. No, that was all different years. That was all I know that I know that Cabbage Patch Kids came out like 83, 80, yeah, yeah. 83. But by 1985, they're still selling like crazy. They are, but I'm talking about ones that came out and were yeah. popular. So um, Wuzzles was interesting. They, they did like this amount. Were they interesting? They were interesting. I what didn't was say it was entertaining. I'm getting there if you would let me answer. <laughs> He's getting all fired up. Wuzzles were awesome. You leave me alone. No, um, they, they like tell they blended like, um, like animal, like a rhinoceros and a monkey and a hippopotamus and a bumblebee. And so it was like they lived on this island. The only thing I know, reason unnatural. I know it is because, of course, it was a cartoon. And me being at that age, I loved the cartoons. And I loved the intro song. The intro song was really cool. Let's hear a little yeah. part of that. I, I, don't, I don't have that. No, uh, no, in your brain, you got it. I just said my buddy. I said my buddy. You can sing the Wuzzles. That's why I'm not singing okay. the Wuzzles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll sing gummy bears. I'll okay. sing, you know, anything. no, not the Wuzzles. But uh, it, it is a cool song. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Because um, it kind of has that. Uh, or not. It kind of has that Kenny Loggins type sound to it, which he, he did like songs for everything back then. So. Got it. All right. Uh, top five songs of 1985. Now for this, I've actually got a little song snippets, so we get to use these Ooh. for the first time. Oh, all right. What? Yep. Number dance, five dance song of 1985. Oh, that's my girl. That's my girl. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. That's not Jody. No, that's not. Sorry. I think I love. All right, number five was that actually came out in the fall of 1984. Truth be known. Shut up, Bob. Nobody asked you. You know what? If you're going to be bringing up a song and saying it's number five song in 1985 according to Billboard magazine, I get it. But it was released in 1984. It may have been, but by 1985, it was the top five song of all of 1985. That is okay. All right. So, God, shut up. (laughs) Who wrote that song, Jason? Uh, Shaka Khan. No, she did not. Probably Prince, right? Yes, it was Prince. Yeah, of course. That's why the song sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That song does not suck. Okay, let me tell you something. Remember that comment I made about how the 1985 was so influential across the board in almost every category? Except music. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, no. Because okay. Now, now we're you know. These top With your five... MC Hammer Brit- British knife. You're singing Wuzzles. Okay. I'm, I'm not singing babies. my body. You need to know. Know. It's all this crowd needs to know. He says the Wuzzles theme is kind of awesome. Yeah, for but a six-year-old kid. But feel for you sucks. So right, you decide. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't like really a <laughs> single four? song in the What's top five. What's number four? What's number four, right, Number four song of 1985. Come on, oh, man. Dear oh, God. God. Bum, bum, bum. Light Rock Kids of the 80s. You too. Couples Only Collection. This is an air supply. Matt Moore sung this a lot. Oh, it's good stuff right there. Play and record. Boop. Save it. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, now I'm sure this was like mixtape song number one oh, for any girl you were. I have right a, there. I always had a hard time with the band that song "Dirty White Boy" is doing. I want to know what love is. Cold as ice, urgent. They've got. I want to know what love. Is. Hey, everybody, they made a million, a... millions and millions of bucks they on made it. They made it on the radio everywhere. But... Number four ah, song of four all of 1985. Is awesome, baby. <sighs> all right, so and it just doesn't get better from here. Yes, the number three song of 1985. Oh, it no, doesn't get right. better. It doesn't get better. <laughs> I picture the neon and the Choose Life shirts mm. in the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. big white puffy shirts. and Yeah, yeah. yeah but it caused Matt to... F- didn't you uh, frost your tips of your hair because of okay, this video? No, no. no. <laughs> okay. I was oh. not a tip froster at all. <laughs> not a tip. You didn't have the bag on your head. You didn't have the bag on your head and have your mom pull the hair I through? I can see Gail pull the I, hair I, through. I can see, buddy, sit, I sit still, Matt. I'm almost done. I saw a picture of you. Picture like Nolan Ryan? A picture? I always like, say that like we're a wrong. Picture? I say that we're wrong. Picture? But I own it, okay? Picture and Nike? I'm like, okay. I'm seriously done with you guys. I saw a picture of you with your hair, uh, and you—you you, you got the picture. Frosty tips. Oh, I know he's got frosty tips. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> he's got the uh, wow! Oh, looks beautiful. like a J.C. Penny ad right there. Oh, look oh, at that! Hair. That's kind of legendary. Nice. I'm loving it. That's nice. good stuff. So the fact that you've got your senior picture on your phone <laughs> and you found it like in two point seconds, and you don't—that's scary. No. So, no, so how much money did you get for that Sears catalog photo op? <laughs> it's very lucrative. <laughs> I'll just leave it right there. What's the number two? All right. So the number four, uh, number three song was "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" by Wham. Wham. Yeah. Wham. George Michael and 
Andrew Ridgely. The, the other, other guy. The other guy. There yeah. Is. Oats. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a callback, folks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number two song of 1985. Silence is Golden by... Why is it not... Madonna, up? like a virgin. I can hear it. Can everybody else hear that? I can barely hear it. It should be a lot louder. Yeah, it's not, not on my end. Well, mm. it is like is a virgin by Madonna. All right, let's try it again. Let's... let's try it again. There, there we go. go. There we go. There it is. Ow! I mean, we can't act like we like this one, though, because, you know, back I, then you we know like, I, I didn't like it then no. or now, but no. looking at Madonna in that video... Like that. Yeah, uh, hard on the ice. Like that. Yeah. Like that in, a a, uh, in, a, in a previous uh, podcast, we were having a debate about the, a Madonna song. I think Vogue or something came out in 90 or 92. We were talking about it, and one guy was like, oh, yeah, I just want my 15 minutes with Madonna. I'm like, 90s Madonna? Seriously? No. no. I, I would take the Like a Virgin era Madonna over the other stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah Madonna Papa fun don't facts. Preach. Yes. Cool. Um, remember her uh, book, Sex Book? Yeah. Yes. yeah, the guy I went to high school with was a model in it. Sure. Yes. Yes. Was it was it Vanilla Ice a model in it too? I think I don't he know was. That. I think he was before he was famous. Yeah. Look at you knowing That's celebrities. Right. Well, I don't know. As in famous guy in high school. <laughs> As in famous guy in high school, Mike Moore was that yeah. guy. That's right. So yes. if you want to see him, jeez, check the book out. Yeah. Name dropper. And you even throw Matt's mom in there, name in there too. Yeah, because they're going to go find her. Yeah, pause. (laughs) That's all right. Sorry. (laughs) I just, all these restrictions on a podcast that nobody listens to. I'm just really. No, but thanks. Thank you so much. (laughs) Jeez. Nobody listens to mine either. All right. No kidding. I'm kidding. My three listeners are offended right now. That's right. No, you got, you got lots of. Yeah. What's uh, what's number one? All right, number one song. Okay, can you guys guess? Can you guys guess? Number one song of 1985. I already already saw it. Um, You can't guess that. I knew the fact already. All right, so Matt. I I, I have no idea. We Are the World. No. It's a good guess, though. Good guess. Like, it was really big for a minute, and then just... Yeah, this is like for the entirety of 1985. Is it dangerous? It had no no longevity on the charts. Nope. So, number one song was... Oh, jeez. Two Whoa. George Michael songs in the top five wow. of '85. Can I whisper? Tell Come me on. this this year's music did not suck. Okay, you know okay. what? Yeah. I will say this: I actually like that song. Oh, that's, that's I mean the, the sax solo in there is that's very good. That's, smooth. That's, and you know what? Every '80s song had a very, very sax solo. Here's, here's the thing: sax. Okay. that that song <laughs> was recorded. Song. <laughs> that song was recorded in three different studios: two in America, one in England. The one in England is where the sax solo was recorded. They went through like 50 guys to get the right sound that he was looking for for the song. Should have just Clarence Clemens. I don't know. He should have. I mean, he could have oh, busted it. Probably probably Kenny G. Or Richie Cunningham. Either Richie, one. <laughs> Richie Cunningham. Very good. Welcome to Arnold's. Richie and Potsy and Ralph. Potsy singing. Anyway, um, that song does not have That's... Andrew originally in it anywhere. <laughs> not backgrounds, not anything. And he wrote it about his middle school crush. Yeah, because that was that was a George Michael single. It, it wasn't a uh, Wham no, song. It, it was promoted as Wham featuring George Michael. Was it? Yep. Because mm, it just said George Michael on, yeah. the, on the billboard. So I thought it was one of yeah. his first. Wasn't they, that his first? They solo? may have retroactively called it that, but it was it was a uh, that well that's the first song that he did as a solo. His solo career started with that song, right? But it was billed as a Wham song, even though yeah. 
Well, they probably the needed, other guys they needed the reference so that they would know who George Michael was. Right. You know, oh, this is the guy from Wham. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, they all know who he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Fernando <laughs> Rivera or whatever his name was, that was the other guy in Wham. Fernando <laughs> Rivera. <laughs> what was his name? Andrew Ridgely? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, you got good. it. Yeah, I remember dumb facts. All right. And uh, all right. So honorable mention songs for 1985, which I thought were interesting. Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. That's a great, great song. song. Yeah, that was That's a good, a good song. One. Good Featuring song. Sting. Chicks for free. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Take on Me by Aha came out in 1985. Great video. Uh, yeah. fa- uh, epic. Fantastic. Th- yeah. I think that was what actually defined what music video should be. It like opened up the realm and said, well, "Oh, we can do that." Actually, okay. both of those videos did because yeah. if you com- if you think about the the computer usage and money for nothing, the CGI, yeah, yeah, th- little blocky. It yeah, looked like it, it was a Minecraft video. But it was it was it was state of the art back then. You yep. know, they were they were moving the needle and then take on me with that uh, animation thing. That was fantastic. That was yeah. very slick. Yep. And uh We Built This City by Starship came out in eighty five. That's good stuff, right? I, good I, I that like song. that song, but a lot of people think consider that it's been voted on by several publications as the worst song of all time. Really? I, I voted I, that myself. I disagree. Yes. <laughs> I was on I was on that board. Yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You don't yes. like Parks and Rec either, so yeah, true. And, and you eat, and you'll eat a snowball, so yeah. You know, you know, you know seriously, Over why a are you here? Over Who does that? Why yeah. are you here? Who invited me? God, you're the new Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nayman. Mentioned, and I was hit by a truck. <laughs> uh, a bonus fact about uh, music of an '85: Axel F by. Uh, Harold Faltermeyer came out. Yeah, from that, Beverly uh, Hills. From Beverly Cop. Hills Cop. Yep. Yep. And I remember, I remember a thing about uh, that song was so popular, and he went on tour. Sorry, yeah. I wonder what it's going to sound like played back. It was going to be awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. But he, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be. Let's hope it. If it's going to sound like what I heard in my headphones, <laughs> it's, it's debatable. But uh, yeah, he went on tour, and I guess his tour bombed because it was just him playing a keyboard, and everybody was bored out of their skulls. <laughs> Until that one song comes on, then he owned it. He owned yeah. the crowd. Then. Yeah, he wouldn't play it to the last. Song. He needed background dancers for sure. <laughs> yes. So also, 1985, you mentioned it before. We are the world by USA for Africa. Yeah, another aid, uh, aid of '85 that they yeah. did. And uh, so I've got a, I've got a special clip here for uh, our um, so the. Uh, uh, another bonus song of 1985. If you guys are ready, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. there we go. It's good. Yep. The video is, I'm, I'm watching the video on YouTube right now. It's All absolutely ridiculous. All the guys in their uniforms ridiculous. and their shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they, well, they don't have their shoulder pads, but they're just like. Right. They're dan- I've never seen so many black guys that couldn't dance. I mean, that was that's really impressive. I think, I think Mike Tomzak was in charge of the choreography there. He was the backup quarterback. Like, Mike, you ain't seen the field all year. You're going to choreograph this dance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go so Bucks. that was that was a, that was a fun fact uh, song of 1985, the Super Bowl Shuffle by the Chicago, Chicago Bears. Chicago yes. Bears. Yes. They did actually win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes, they yeah, did. They? All right. 48 to six. Look at Mike. Oh, it was a blowout. Yeah. For sure. I'll, yeah. I'll go for that unless uh, I, I unless Schnoz wants to oh, look something up. I think what it was it. A, I, I went with forty-eight to six. Was over the Patriots. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna Let's say see. I was gonna I'm gonna say thirty-eight to ten. What are we? Okay, hold on. Uh, Super Bowl nineteen eighty-five is eighty-five. Super Bowl. Was it the eighty-four eighty-five season? It was the eighty-five season, so it would have been played in 
you know, January of 86. Yeah. So it might have been Super Bowl 20. So cool you got a producer. <laughs> so what is it? So against New England, New England Patriots, right? Yeah. Yep. What was the score? Uh, 46-10. Oh, 46-10. You got, got the 46 the, right. I got the 10. Did you? Yeah. Together, you guys yeah. are... Oh, wow. Wonder Twin Powers Activate. <laughs> Two has Shape of... That's right. <laughs> yes, you got it. All right. So uh, going in, back into 1985, the top five movies of Ooh. 1985, number five. was a five. good year. Was Rocky Four? Oh, yeah. oh, that was a great, that was a great movie. That's classic. The only, and I've, I've had this discussion, I think, even on Rob's uh, podcast, where I, Rocky Three is my favorite of the whole series. Rocky Four, Rocky Four was good because you get caught up in the rah rah of takedown communism and you know United States Russia versus talk USSR on this podcast tonight. I think yeah, there is. Yeah, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I see. In, I'm trying to influence voters. Okay. Um, so <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> So, uh, but, uh, but I mean, like, seriously, Rocky Four was nothing but montages. Like, over and over. There had to have been like 16 montages in that movie. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. This movie's had so much impact on my family. My youngest son, actually, for about five years, from about the ages of about three to eight, every night would listen to side A. Then the night, next night when he went to bed, he listened to side B of the soundtrack. Of the Rocky soundtrack? Yes. Wow. Wow. That's dedication. <laughs> yes. That's good stuff right there. So, actually, a, a sidebar about um, Rocky movies: uh, the song "Eye of the Tiger" mm-hmm. by what is, who? Survivor. 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 Thank you. I was going to say Glass Tiger, but that was wrong. Close. Close. Um, so, Survivor's "Eye of the Tiger" was actually the second choice uh, for the Rocky theme song. First the, choice. Yeah, the first choice uh, was initially supposed to be was uh, "You're the Best." That actually came out in Karate Kid. <laughs> Mm. Yes. Yeah. Because if you listen to the lyrics of Karate Kid, it doesn't really fit which because is it was the written for of this week's uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 So, which is one of my favorite, you know, movie soundtrack songs. Is "You're the Best." That was a great song, but uh, that was originally. Was it? It, I thought it was. was, it? was it? I thought it was the best no. around. <laughs> now, and nothing's ever going to bring me down, you know. But now, sidebar to your sidebar, uh, "I the Tiger" was the song that Carol Baskins danced to. The other night on yeah. Dancing with the Stars, For, you know, it, which was, affectionately wow. known, which was amazing. Oh, that was, oh my that was horse. I can't tell who was worse, who, her, or that basketball guy. I mean, uh, all I saw was her. I, I, yeah. I literally clicked was it, it on basketball guy. Or was it a football guy? It was a basketball guy because he was okay. like nine foot thirteen. I mean, the dude was gigantic. Well, Vernon Davis is on there, and he was a okay, he was nine, a football player. Means he's like ten foot and, one, right? <laughs> I, mean, he's, I mean, he's a big dude. He looks like a basketball player, so I say that. Yeah, no, he's like he's like super tall, and uh, like his dance partner is like four foot nine. Oh, so wow. it was just yeah. Um, but uh, of course, you know, my my wife wanted to watch it because of she course. wanted to see Carol Baskin. That bitch, Bar- Carol Baskin, as yeah, she is officially yeah. known. As you. And um. But uh, but of course she was the last one because they wanted you to watch the whole Absolutely. show to wait for her. So we got to, I can watch Nelly because she'll be back for week two. I'm sure. Oh, she oh. No, she won't. She well, she, she will because it's up to America. America has to vote. Oh yeah. gosh, she's so, she had the worst score. She was pathetic. She got oh, like a she got like a, a nine yeah. out of out of twenty five or something. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, but America loves her train wrecks. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, but it, it was interesting. I had to watch the whole show just to watch that train wreck at the end. Too so. funny. But um, yeah, so uh, anyway, that was my little sidebar about about the, the infamous good. Rocky song. Very good. Yeah. So, nice. all right. Uh, number four movie of 1985, Weird Science. 
Weird Science. Good movie. Yep. Bits Great and movie. pieces and bits and pieces. Who sung that theme song? Boingo, Boingo. Boom. Was it? Yeah. Like yeah. Very back. nice. Sure was. Nice, Very nice. Mike, nice yeah. Mike, His lead singer was who? Boingo. <laughs> We're not using last names. Mr. Oingo. Yeah. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Famous what? for the, the Danny Elfman. The Danny wow. Elfman was the lead singer for Oingo Boingo. Which, if you want to be kind of creeped out, let's go go look up "I Love Little Girls." <laughs> it um, is a Oingo Boingo song. I don't want to be on that internet list. Sorry, <laughs> no. It, it, it was a legitimate song they played on MTV. It's it's very creepy. I don't think it was intended huh. to be, but it just kind of is. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three movie of 1985 was The Goonies. Love yes. the Classic. Goonies. Classic. Never died, I suppose baby. you Goonies don't like it die. either, Snowball. I don't think I've ever watched his it. new name. Snowball, Stop! By the way. No, hold on, hold on, Snowball. I've got a 24-year-old producer who loves that I was movie. too busy being cool in 1985. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not if you weren't watching oh the Goonies. My goodness. Dude, no, keep it real. You watch the Goonies? No, never. Truffle shuffle means nothing to you. No. Is it a dance? Hey, you uh, guys. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Ah, you and your snowballing. Is it a dance? Oh, my God. I just, I don't even know this guy anymore. Was that Butterfingers? Was that what, was that what I, I just, was? I mean, I find it bigger uh, hard to believe that anybody that grew up in the era never saw that movie. I'm sorry. I've never watched E.T. either, so. What? Oh, what? Don't cry. Okay. <laughs> just, like, just like our just friend like, uh, Kevin. Kevin, yeah. 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 Okay. Have you seen Princess Bride? Bits oh, and pieces. No. You seriously? How do you watch bits and pieces of Princess Bride? Just never Dude, captured Andre's my attention. I know Andre is in it, and he's a fine actor that you can't understand <laughs> a single word he says. But uh, that's probably the only bits and pieces he's seen. Yeah. He speaks with his non-speakingness. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Yeah, you just have to talk like Nip. someone's grabbing your throat. You know, <laughs> is that the it's like key? with a French accent? It's not my fault. Yes. I'm the biggest and the strongest. I don't even exercise. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that's kind of Hello, good. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, so Goonies, great movie. Who sung Goonies the theme song? Number four. Anyone? Or number three. The what? Who sung the theme song? You should know this at least. Cindy Lauper. Yes, it was. Yeah. What is the theme song of Goonies? Girls just want to have fun. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious. <laughs> he hasn't seen the movie. He won't know. Goonies Are Good Enough is the name of the song. Mm. And it was like a top five hit. I don't remember that one. Yeah. It wasn't very Dude, good, but I'm... she sung it. I just Nothing was, Cindy Lauper. It was right was around it was right around the WrestleMania time that she I, was, yeah, I was probably doing busy that. watching. It's kind of hard to yes. even look look yeah. at him now. I mean I know. this guy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't even wanna yeah. It's almost like I wish the microphone baffle was bigger. I know. You know okay. it's like, can we like put, can we put him in like a sound room? I don't or, even you know, I mean would you like to be a producer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid Snowball would melt in a small uh, room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Snowball. So nice. <laughs> All right, so Goonies was number three. The number two movie in 1985 was The Breakfast Club. Oh, Classic. I've seen that one. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, there's a movie hey, he's seen. Hey, all right. That's great. Way to go. New Randy yeah. Comes Through. Yes. Wow. This was, uh, this was my all-time favorite movie for years and years. I could recite this entire movie, and the soundtrack is amazing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fa- yeah, fantastic. I soundtrack. mean, everybody knows Simple Minds, but Wang Chung was in it. Jesse Johnson from the time was in it. Like, there's some good stuff in there. I mean, in, in 85, it was very defining the, the, the different groups in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now we look back and, oh, yeah, you got your jocks. I mean, but but then it was it was very 
like kind uh, of brought it to the forefront. Yeah, like, no, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not too many movies have at that time. It's, yep. uh, it's very good. Yeah, very good. greatest well, principle ever, definitely. Yes, had to be. Well, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Strickland was pretty good, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But you know, we just skipped right over weird science, though. Yeah, we talking about the pedophilia and stuff. But Weird, <laughs> Weird Science was another John Hughes movie. So, you know, he's mm-hmm. two of them there. Weird Science was great. You've seen this, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah. for the uneducated, uh, Anthony Michael Hall and the other guy. The other guy. Oats. 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 Which they kind of look, look like Hall and Oats. Yeah, they, they do. do. So, they do. you know, tall and short. They didn't have that mustache. No. But, yeah, so they, they, uh, they're big nerds, couldn't get girls. They, they built a girl mm-hmm. out of a computer and a Barbie on doll. A, on a computer. Played and, by. And played and by Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock, yes. And they had to wear a bra on their head when they were doing the program. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very good. And uh, Chet was the older brother, played uh, by Bill Paxton. The, I love Bill Paxton. Oh, he's a cla- he is a he national is treasure. He was good in everything he ever did. Everything. Tombstone, I think, was probably my favorite Bill Paxton movie. Twisters, a close second. Aliens. Aliens, yeah, but... I, That's it, man. Game over. I know, <laughs> I know. Aliens is great, but man, Tombstone is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I'm not really necessarily a big Western mm-hmm. fan, but that movie's awesome. I had a hard time when uh, I went to go see... Um, totally blanking his, on his name now. But he was, uh, he was in Terminator. He was... Hicks. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold no. Schwarzenegger. He was Hicks. He was he was the normal guy. He was basically John Connor's dad, oh. uh, and he was Hicks. But he was also in. Um, he was the one that went up against uh, Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I don't know which Val Kilmer's one. character playing Doc Holliday in Tombstone is in my That's Mount Rushmore yeah. of best movie characters of all time. Nice. Top three, definitely. Yeah. Top three, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then I had the same problem when I saw Val Kilmer. Because I, do I want Doc Holliday? Do I want Iceman? Do I want Batman? Batman? Right. Yeah, do I want him, yeah. Jim Morrison? You know, uh, my wife got... Oh, it's uh, definitely Doc Holliday. No, I actually went with Mad Markin from Willow. Because mm-hmm. that was... A little more obscure. Yeah. That, well, that was actually the movie that got me really interested in the Middle Ages and swords and sword play. And I thought his character was amazing. Hmm. Nice. So, Obscure. Yeah. That's but yeah, word. so uh, Weird Science, great movie. Weird Science, uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, played mm-hmm. Playing Boy. another supporting role. Yes. Mm-hmm. Second fiddle to Michael Anthony Hall again, just like he was in Johnny B. Good. Yeah. Just well, like she, he was. He had, Anthony Michael Hall actually went on to have like a really interesting career. He was in he The did. Dead Zone. He oh, was, I love The Dead Zone. Dead Zone was really that good. That is a great and, show. Uh, he was also in a couple of episodes of Psych. He was yeah. Uh, oh, it was great. Yeah, Psych. I yeah. love in fact, Psych. I was watching That's an episode of Psych fantastic. the other night where he was in it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I love. He was Psych. in. Uh, he was in Dark Knight. Yeah. 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 But in the eighties, we we kind of thought he would be. He was gonna always ride this crest and be the star and throughout. He never really. And Robert did. Downey Jr. would always play these supporting roles, but yeah. But now it's like Robert. Or, Anthony Michael Hall is doing guest appearances on the Goldbergs and right. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Right. So, yeah. But, uh, which, you know, is really, when I started watching The Dead Zone, I kept looking at, at the main character and I was like, I, I know that I guy know from that guy. He looks nothing like he did oh, when he was no, a teenager. No, he was a puny scrawny I mean, you want to talk about a, 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 an ugly duckling situation where, you know, when he was in the movies in the 80s. Like 16 candles. Well, it's funny when you're looking at him in like Vacation and Breakfast Club. And then he transformed to not quite as ugly and dorky when he started doing Weird Science and Johnny B. Good and all these other movies. So he kind of had a little transformation thing going on there. But he seems like somebody it would be fun to hang out with. Yeah. He's always. Right. And I, actually, I watched Dead Zone every episode. But I watched it because 
he was in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Let's go have a ladies' feel. Yeah, the, and never uh, really did, but it was a great show. The <laughs> sheriff in um, the Dead Zone uh-huh. was actually the twin brother of a guy in another show. Really, I can't remember what it was, but I remember when I I figured it because like, man, that dude looks just like the other guy. And uh, did he do both shows? No, it's his twin brother. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. That's neat. So I always, right. always, you know, kind of pulling for Johnny and Sarah to get together. Yeah, always. So I'm um, sorry. That's okay. Carry on. All right. And uh, the number one movie of 1985 was Back to the Back Future. to the Future. Hello. There, there's your short so guy you shout that, out. Snowball? There we go. Did you see that? Did you see, see that one? I did see that one. Okay. I saw two, and <laughs> I've seen three. Okay. Actually, three. First date for the wife and I. There it nice. is. Wow. That's a nice memory. Little n- bad movie, but it was a nice memory. Oh, it's no. not a bad Three's movie. fantastic. Oh, Two's terrible. I didn't think any of them were terrible. Like, people say two's the worst. One's absolutely I, the best. I love them all. I love every one of them. One's my favorite. One's the best. But they, I could sit, like, when I watch one, I got to watch the whole trilogy. Will you, I will you stop to. talking with your hands? Because you keep hitting the mic. Because... Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> it, it's You want me, my face inside the mic. Yes. <laughs> You're going to get the hands. Okay. I missed her hand. So. Nice. Okay, sorry. But anyhow. Um, yeah, Back to the Future, yeah, was, the Future was great. Great movie. Um, you know, it, uh, I, I, it was, it was I, there's a lot of people out there who say it was like the best movie ever made. You know, as it far as. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Great premise. Yeah. Great premise. Great, great concept. Great idea. Good special effects. Huey Lewis is in the first one. ZZ Top's in the third one. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And it's funny because the future has been played out or has been playing out in front of us right now. The years they were going to, yeah, like we've yeah. either lived them or yeah, yeah. we lived through yeah. they uh, lied. 2005. There was no Jaws 3D, and no. uh, you know, uh, no well, hologram. There was a Jaws 3D, actually. Well, there was, there was no hologram Jaws. It was a Jaws, it was like Jaws 19 or yeah. something. Yeah, it the, didn't make it that the far, Nike unfortunately. Shoes uh, that he had in the, uh, the yeah. show, the self lacing, lacing, Nikes. Nike, the Nike Bruins, Nike, the yeah. Nike Bruins. But they, yeah. they come out with those. The, well, they, they try to come out with those, didn't they? In the last year or two. Oh, oh, a few you're years ta- ago. oh, you're talking about the, those like the, the, the self lacing. Oh, I think about like the the, the red striped. Ones oh no, he no, had. no, no, yeah, no, those no. Are the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they've the, got a similar design that uh, you can find on Wish. Actually, I've seen where like the <laughs> for the, seven uh, cents for the yeah, yeah. But but seven cents, and you will get it next year. Yeah. You know, and they're called Mikey's. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's um, they weren't self lacing, but they have the same design. Right. But like around the sole on the outside, there's it lights up. You know, it doesn't Pretty like cool. light when you step or whatever, but it stays lit up. But it's the light same nights. basic design. Yeah, kind of like kind of like the lights underneath, like an El Camino driving down the street. A uh, what? El Camino. Don't. Don't, don't mess with the Camino. Is that a motorcycle? Oh, oh wow. wow! Really? <laughs> no. Are you? Are, are you? Are you a Who are you to say really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, that's great. I could pretty much say anything right now, and you can you I'm can say nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. All right. So honorable mention right, movies Snowball. of 1980 was Cocoon. I thought that was 1985. I should say. I thought it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was it. my favorite when I went with my grandparents. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought I had. Okay. And then he discovered girls short later that summer and yeah. took her to see Back to the Future Three. Right. Yes. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I like Cocoon because it had that sci-fi twist. You know, it was actually it aliens. It you know, did. and spoiler alert. And um, so Teen Wolf also came out. Another Michael J- uh, Michael J. Fox movie. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson movie, yeah, yeah no. Okay. Another Michael J. Fox movie, uh, Team Wolf. That was the worst edited movie ever. Oh, the basketball scenes—they like show the same shot. There's this one where the layup hits the bottom of the rim and somehow rolls up and over, 
and he does that same shot like three straight times. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, we gotta use it, make it work. All right, another movie that came out in 1985 was Clue. Hmm. Uh, I loved yeah, Clue. Yeah, Clue is good. That was a good I, movie. I, it's funny because I mm-hmm. actually rewatched that I think last summer, mm-hmm. and uh, I had forgotten. What a good movie it was. It's yeah, pretty it was. Good. I, 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 that was my first experience, exposure to, um, <sighs> to the lady the next bu- door, the butler. Oh, was it? Oh, uh, was yeah. The Rocky horror picture show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a producer. We got a producer. Um, oh my God. I'm totally blanking. Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry. Nice job, yeah. Tim first, Curry. uh, first exposure to Tim Curry. And I yeah, absolutely was actually Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, well, I was too young to watch that, but I love Tim Curry. The cool thing I liked about Clue, I don't know if you guys realize this, but when Clue came out, you actually had to go and see it four times. Oh, because they had different endings. Because they had four different endings. And they yeah. would pl- the movie theater would play a different ending every week. So you go and you watch it one week, and it would have one ending. And then you would have I the second ending. And then the fourth ending was finally the real ending to the whole movie. But it was a great uh, publicity thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so if you buy the like the DVD, you get all four. Yeah, or you watch it on HBO, you get all four or whatever. But uh, bonus movies of 1984, Commando, 85 is Commando. Bingo. Yep, great movie. Uh, National. It's Lampoon's. also a great feeling. Com- yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of breezy. Yeah. Um, National Lampoon's European Vacation came out in 1985. Yeah, that it was, was an okay one. I think that was kind of next to Vegas Vacation. That oh, was the worst. Yeah, I think it would have to go with like. Vacation, Christmas vacation, European vacation in Vegas. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would agree on yeah. that. Yeah, I, that's how I'd rank them. Though Christmas vacations, uh, it's, it's back and forth for me. But, well, yeah, and, and you know, yeah. Matt, Matt is the embodiment of Christmas vacation. He is yeah, the embodiment. Of it's Christmas a shame vacation. that he went to go use the bathroom at this moment to. Uh, yeah. So he can't he really defend f- himself. Yeah, uh, Fletch came out in 1985. Fletch, good movie. Chevy Great Chase, Chevy his, Chase movie. Speaking of peak of his powers, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That <laughs> was a great came movie. out. Uh, the, I watched great. that thing probably ten times. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Got called Pee Wee in basic training. <laughs> wow, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Was it your haircut? It was a haircut. No, it was the bike he rode. It was the haircut. Yeah. It was the 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 shaved face. It was everything. It was the suit with a red bow tie. It was all of it. it, was <laughs> it. All of it. He showed yeah. up on that bike with that suit on, and that was all she yeah. wrote. Great dance came from that movie. Yeah, oh, the tequila yeah. dance. Tequila. Yeah. Yes. Made that song popular. But he's on yeah. top of the bar no, on his <laughs> on those high heels, on platform shoes. Yeah. Yes. Didn't he have goldfish in the platform shoes, or was that another movie? That was another movie. That I was, think. I'm going to get you, sucker, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, good right. reference there. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. I know my movies. I don't know why you had, you know, didn't I, have me on that, you know, 80s action I think movies. it had you on there like the week before. <laughs> so. Oh, well, you know, I, I, God I, I forbid you have a guest two weeks in a row. Well, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> well, Matt, I had you two weeks in a row. Well, that's because it was so long you had to make it two episodes. That's what happened with Matt. Yeah. A couple times we've done that. Boom. Yeah. All right. The Color Purple came out in 1985. I liked that movie at the yeah. time. Never saw it. Yeah. But I know it's thanks to that movie. We now have Ofra. 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 <laughs> yep. Uh, Rainbow. First Blood oh, Part 2. Great oh, movie. Classic 85 That was flip. great because not, not a ton of people saw First Blood. You know. Yeah. They, they kind of word got out later and on vhs people started watching so when rambo came out they were ready for it right and it was it was a, it was a good movie yeah very good yeah movie. i didn't realize i kept thinking you know they kept calling it rambo 
And I went and saw it and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then like it came, they were like Rambo first blood part two. And I was like, I've never heard of first blood, you know? <laughs> so have you watched last blood? Yes. I have not. I can't make myself. Is it any good? So horrible. My wife owed, owed me after going to many a chick flick. I'm like, Hey, I want to go see last blood. Wow, you lost. <laughs> oh, no, I was loved it. it. Was what? it good? Yes. I, no. I have never heard any reviews about it, and it just, just I, I couldn't Dude, fly he, with all the plastic surgery. Like, he gets ah. his butt kicked so many times for no reason. Yeah, but at the just... end, he tells the guy, now you're going to know what it feels like to have your heart cut out. And then he literally cuts the guy's heart out of yeah. his oh, chest. Oh, thanks a lot. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but I mean, Man, well, okay, the, the one prior to that, just Rambo you know, five or whatever it was yeah. where he was like helping the missionaries. The The highlight of that movie was he got in the back of that truck and just started unloading mm. a 50 caliber on all those dudes. Mm. And they're just like exploding like grapefruit. I mean, that was, mm. that was a fantastic scene. I, um, I remember in, um, the, the, what I don't remember which rainbow <clears throat> was, maybe it was three where he was in Vietnam. Maybe two or three. Afghanistan. Two. He was in yeah. Afghanistan in three. Yeah. Okay, so it must have been in two. two. Right. Where he is like he, he played... covered with mud. You see his <clears throat> eyes open up and he slice that dude's throat. Yep. Like you can't see him. The dude's walking by. You don't know he's there. You see these eyes open. Yep. Covered oh, that was, himself that was in awesome. mud. That Boom. was amazing. That was amazing. That was awesome. uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome came out in uh, nineteen eighty five. Probably why Mel Gibson was the sexiest man alive. Probably. Probably had something yeah. to do with it. Yeah. Now, Beyond Thunderdome actually was a good movie. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I for you know just to go back and reference, <laughs> I went and saw, um, I watched Mad Max, the first the first Mad Max. Uh, the, I think it was called The Road Warrior, was the original yes, was. one. And my God, what a crappy movie! That, that <laughs> movie was movie was absolutely horrible. You know, um, Legend. Came out in 1985, one of Tom Cruise's first movies, with oh, with yeah. uh, Legends of the Fall. Is that no, it? just Legend. Hmm. With, that one. with Tim Curry again as playing the devil or the Lord of Darkness. I'm it's not, a uh, remember, remember now. It's a really good movie to go look back and watch. the The plots and every the acting is like kind of, but the sets and the scenery and everything. It's just hmm. really, really an amazing movie. Um, that's kind of like they they put a lot of the right money in the wrong place in that movie <laughs> uh spies like us another oh, classic that's three chevy chase movies yes on this one that was a classic movie um brewster's millions now wait a minute i had to go up and grab a, a cold beverage so what what movie did you talk about the tom cruise one legend you said his one of his first movies one of his first movies oh so risky business and the outsiders don't count were they before that Yes, they were. Well, yeah. All the right moves. Come on, man. That wasn't one of his first movies. That was, sure was. That was one of his worst movies. No. Well, yeah, oh. worst movie. It was a bad movie. But, it was very but bad. But the sets and everything. Like, my wife and I watched it, you know, because I hadn't. she hadn't seen it. And so we watched it, and I was like, man, I'm really blown away by the production quality of this movie. Hmm. Um, so it was, In 85. And, and hmm. like the, uh, um, the, the makeup that... Tim Curry had to go through to become the Lord of Darkness is just incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, I've incredible. never actually seen that movie. You haven't? It's, but it's I've something... seen Risky Business. Yeah. I've seen The Outsiders. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about The Outsiders last week and uh, nobody knew what the movie was. Oh, my really? goodness. Yeah. Oh, one of the greatest casts you know ever. I think it's one of those movies, like if you haven't seen that movie and you just, somebody says, go watch it. I think you're just, I think you're blown away. It's yeah. Brat Pack, man. Yeah. yeah. The Outsiders? 
Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 not the Outsiders. I'm sorry. I was thinking the Warriors. Oh, yeah, the Warriors. Oh. Warriors is another good movie. Warriors, Warriors is a good That's movie. a great movie. Come on, play. Oh, that's good. Sentence. Clicking the bottles yeah. on his thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that was what I mentioned. I mentioned the... Nice. Nice. Good job. Good now, you job. Got, now you got to do a satisfying sip. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. There it is. Yes. Production quality. Yes. Just went to 11. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you went to Spies Like Us. Yes. Spies okay. Like Us. Um, Paul McCartney did the the theme to that one. Mm-hmm. Good good movie. Oh, yeah. It was funny. Okay, yeah. Brewster's Millions was uh, a really... I think wow. it's probably my favorite Richard Pryor movie. Uh, even though John Candy is in it, uh, I, I would say I would say Stir Crazy is probably my favorite. Yeah, uh, Richard Pryor. Gene Wilder, yeah. I mm-hmm. like that one. Hey, well, anything with Gene Wilder and and <clears throat> Richard Pryor, but like as far yeah. as like you had like for something that was just Richard Pryor, you had like the toy, right? And you had um, Brewster's Millions. I don't think he really did a lot of solo movies. Um, uh, those are the only two I can think Young of. Frankenstein was mostly him. Richard Pryor. Oh no! I'm thinking Gene Wilder. No, I'm I'm like, my, my, brain, my, my brain inadvertently Was shifted that a remake gears. I, I do apologize. But uh, I thought I always thought that Brewster's Millions would be a fun movie to remake today, with like Kevin Hart. Oh, there you, you go. Because I, I really like Kevin Hart. I like and, Kevin Hart. He's funny. I think I think funny. that would be a good remake. Um, Lady Hawk. Re- hold on, God, Kevin I'm Hart's sorry. kind of like Eddie Murphy in the way that like he knows what what's funny. Mm-hmm. I think he probably gets scripts and just trashes them. Like, let me do my thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Let me just add live this. Yeah, because he is—he is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I—I I, I got cut off, but uh, Lady Hawk came he out in nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> no, you went too fast for anybody to say anything else. Lips. <laughs> so, Lady Hawk, dang it, came out in nineteen eighty-five. One of my one of my favorite movies. Also, never saw it. Really, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rutger Hauer, um, Matthew Broderick. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was it was a it was a a couple that uh Is they were like he was a knight capes and bows and arrows. It was a medieval thinking? movie. Yeah, and, yeah. But they were uh they were he was a knight and they were in love and the um the bishop loved Michelle Pfeiffer also. So he had a witch put a curse on him to where he's a a uh he's human by day, but she's a hawk. There you go. And she's human by night and he's a wolf and they can never be together. Only at like dawn when they're both in their transition can they actually see each other, you know. And so it's it's basically well, that's a great premise for a movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you and who uh, else is a hawk? Who? AJ's wife. Yes, that's true. There we go. That's true. Wow. So okay. All right. And <laughs> Young Sherlock Holmes, a very obscure movie that not a lot of people know about, but I think it's really, really was a good good Sherlock Holmes movie. It was about him as a, as a teenager when he met Watson and came up and how Moriarty became his arch enemy. So I've always been kind of intrigued and wanted to watch that movie, but never have. It's good. It's really interesting. Who's in it? Nobody. Nobody. Hmm. Nobody. It's, it's like a British movie. It's an all British cast. Well, there's that. Yeah. But check it out. It's, it is, it is definitely worth it. It's about an Egyptian. He goes to a private school and it's about an Egyptian cult. And uh, st- people start dying, and he tries to figure it out. So cool! All right, so that's uh, that's the movies, nineteen eighty-five. We're going to whoa, whoa! Stop the bus here. <laughs> bus has stopped. You left out the greatest cult movie of nineteen eighty-five. Here we go! Here we go! Here it comes. You got to go with it. I mean, one, two, three. Jim Carter. Jim Carter. Jim Carter. Jim Carter. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, didn't... <laughs> I, I thought Coach Car- Co- you're talking about Coach Carter, right? With uh, no, Samuel L. Jackson. No. That came out. Coach you... Carter, not quite. No. Coach Carter. No, no. Coach, no. Jim Carter. Jim Carter. Yeah. I, I probably left it off the list because uh, when I saw the title, I didn't know what the hell it was. So, hmm. oh, dude, you got Kurt yeah. Thomas, famous for the Thomas Flares, takes on a whole village Just on a makeshift done, pommel horse. Got Olympic gold medal in '84. Makes a movie in '85. Um, a lot, a lot like Mitch Gaylord did an American Anthem. Yes. Boom. Also, not a very good movie. I <laughs> mean, dude. theme song Andy Taylor. Not, not Andy Griffith. Not that Andy Taylor. <laughs> no, the Duran Duran Andy Taylor. Nice. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, would, I think we've I, lost I, our I entire audience. Should, <laughs> I, I, I think if Jim Cotta would have done better, they could have had Jim Cotta too with like Mary Lou Retton. Ooh. Oh, that's Matt's crush. Okay, dude, no, straight I, up, straight <laughs> up, my girl. Wait, 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 wait a minute. He loves him. I thought Mary Lou. she was going to marry me, and then she ended up marrying some backup from West Virginia. From yes, Texas. yes, yeah, dude. I, 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 I thought I had a chance with her because she was from West Virginia, dude. We because she was from, from Paducah, which means, which means she wouldn't be Kentucky. Kentucky. Is that what you're trying oh, to say? <laughs> We went to well, a, not my cousin, so. a Myers grand okay. opening one time because uh-huh. she was cutting a ribbon. I mean, in like 85. Oh. Really? I love Mary Lou. He had a bad. Oh, I love Mary Lou Red. Boy, that's, she's beautiful. That's beautiful. She, wow. she could have been in Jim Cotta, too. She could have. She could have. Totally could have. Yeah. She could have pummeled him. Yeah. Do you, do you know uh, Do you know <laughs> Jim Cotta there, Schnoz? No. No? That's, that's really surprising. You know, I was born like. 13 years after you guys have talked about it. Dude, <laughs> dude I, I, I was like uh, 19 when that movie was out, and I've never seen it. So there's that. <laughs> I have seen that one scene, though. And that's magic. It is magic. I do have to watch it. I mean, you if, have if, to. If, you're, if you're still listening here, stop this. Go to YouTube. Watch Jim Cotta. No, Palmer uh, once scene. we're done, of course. Yeah, after yeah, yeah don't you stop now. To there's okay. too much action left. Right, right. Go to the Jim Cotta pommel horse scene and he, he watched, your life watched, will be changed yeah watch him whip out 140 <laughs> villagers who are holding one at a time pitch, pitchforks and sickles and he is pummeling on the pommel horse because there's one in the middle of the village oh it's amazing it's yeah so so what you're saying is like jim kata is kind of like the the sharknado of martial arts movies similar <sighs> very similar be too far it off. is the skill of gymnastics and the kill of karate <laughs> yeah. so. Get him to you, are, you are too deep a fan yes. <laughs> all oh, right so awesome. let's uh move on to tv shows popular tv shows of 1985 number five was dallas dallas yeah. Yeah. was that was that during the who shot jr or no was that? that was in 81 81 okay yeah this is more so dallas was kind of 80, 80 or 80 yeah i think it was 81 yeah, so Dallas was kind of trailing off well, at that time. Well, I wouldn't say it was trailing off. It remained very popular. Um, it I mean, Throughout the 80s, like that was a show that Housewives watched on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So that was, I mean, my mom watched nowhere. it. Yeah. I, I didn't really care for Charlene it. Tilton, uh, I, I, Charlene Tilton, baby. Charlene Tilton was cute. What? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Dallas. Uh, I was more Falcon Crest. Was wow, one, yeah, one that I enjoyed because it was uh, written by Earl Hamner. <laughs> he said uh, enjoyed. That, I enjoyed that. Show I did. A great actually, well, deal. I mean, I was at the age where like my grandmother wanted to watch it, so I had to watch it. So I got into it. Um, my favorite family in Falcon Crest was the people who had the log cabin and they drove around the Jeep CJ7. I was like, I thought that was just so awesome. <laughs> but I, I found out later Falcon Crest was written by Earl Hamner. Same guy who wrote the Waltons. Here we go. So there you go. So I, 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 I was like, I had to like it. So yeah. All right. 
So just that. just so you don't, you know, Mike, I I have a huge connection to the Waltons, like in real life. Yeah, in real life, like okay. you know, like my mom and my aunt were like founding members of the International Waltons Fan Club. Oh, wow. they, I respect the Waltons. They, they know the Christmas specials. Yeah, an epic one. They they know that, the entire that, cast. That they first have. one. Yes. Yeah. Where John Boy got that pad of paper. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> they were, they didn't have a lot of money. They were poor. You know, he got his own tablet. The, the Waltons, like my wife, my wife loves Little House on the Prairie, and I, I can't stand Little House on the Prairie. Little but House Waltons is bad. kind of like the Little House on the Prairie in the twenties, you know. But right. I mean, I remember watching Little House on the Prairie, and like the entire episode was about a sick horse, and I'm like, seriously, this whole show this whole episode well the show was on like 15 years eventually there had to be a sick horse episode <laughs> had to be somewhere <laughs> yeah were you were you pressed for time or were you just you no know, it, my watch is something i needed to stand you, up your little dick tracy watch <laughs> talking to you it was okay um so obviously number four show in 1985 was 60 minutes but 60 minutes since its inception has always been in the top five so oh, i don't yeah. even count it I don't either. So take that one out, and Cheers falls into the number four Cheers. slot. Come on. That is one of the best sitcoms yeah, ever. Still yeah. watch it today yep. Yep. on a regular basis. Yep. All right. Other parts and Rec. <laughs> Dude, what, is, he, is he allowed to talk? Is yeah. He, uh, Hater's going to hate. <laughs> Man. So, okay. Okay. Are you a uh, are you a Diane? Or was it Christine? Was that her name? Or? No. It was uh, Christy. Oh, Christy Alley. Christy. Christy, Christy Alley. Alley. What was her character? It was... Diane or Rebecca. 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 Yeah. Um. Man, Rebecca was hot. I, she, I think Christy Alley. Yeah. Back then, Christy that era, Christy Alley was hot. She was hot before she ballooned to like seven hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah, she was hot, yeah. hotter back then. But Diane was kind of funny. I Di- thought. Di- Diane and Sam had a different, had a better chemistry. I think. Yeah, yeah they definitely did. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's because there was actual uh, a sexual chemistry between them, whereas. There was never really was anything there? between. Was How there? do we know this? That yeah. was that was the whole drive of the show, but, but, and then like but once you they, said they find... had sexual chemistry, like you watched them. The show, yeah. You, mm-hmm. No, like, like you watched them having sex. No, like they had sexual chemistry. No, no, okay. that's that's what you like, like in Moonlighting between. Oh, oh so, so the yeah. characters, so the characters had a little sexual tension. Tension, yeah. Uh, chemistry Shepard. and tension, Man, and, Sybil, I love and then Sybil as Shepard. soon as they hooked up. The show started taking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same same thing. That's why Diane left because you know they hooked up and it's over. Well, yeah. it, Diane, they actually dated. You know, in the timeline of the show before the show even started, like they had broken up before the show started. So they would reference back to when they were dating. Sam and Diane. Uh huh. No, mm. no, because Diane. No, Sam never met Diane until Frazier until her fiance. Yeah, she was left in by her uh, they fiance. Were, oh, that's right. And he, that's he left right. her. I'm thinking about another show entirely. Yeah. Yes. Huh. A little ditty about Sam and Diane. <laughs> that's what you're thinking of. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. It was the song that was written. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Tasty Freeze. Um, yeah. So the number three TV show of 1985 was Murder, She Wrote. Uh, yeah. yeah. Angela Lansbury. And so grandmas would watch this on yeah. Sunday nights. Yeah. I think. yeah, I watched it. My my <laughs> chef, <laughs> and he doesn't like Parks and Rec. Moving no. along, so my uh, my Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. So my stepmom is a huge uh, Murder She Wrote fan, and uh, so we watched it a lot. Um, all I know is if I ever see Angela Lansbury wherever I'm at, I'm Run. leaving. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving because someone's, someone's dying. Someone's gonna die. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's yeah. She's, she is a like murder that flower magnet. died in Beauty and the Beast. Angela Lansbury was there. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Mrs. Potts. Good point. Good call. Good call. Good call. 
Yeah, if he'd have just busted her up against the wall, that rose would have lasted a long time. <laughs> she is the Grim Reapress. <laughs> Grim Reapress. Uh, all right, number two TV show, 1985, was Family Ties. Good show. Yeah, yeah. another place Michael where, J. What Fox. City? Columbus, Ohio. Boom. Columbus. New podcast, baby. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt, Matt totally blew redemption. that question. It's called out. redemption so right came there. Back, didn't it? It came back, yeah. 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 <laughs> came back. <laughs> so, um, and uh, Tina Yothers. Uh, future voice of Bart Simpson was in that show. Mm, she was not Bart Simpson. Yes, she was. Look it up. Producer. The, the daughter. The the youngest, the Tina, the youngest daughter. She had a rock band. She had a punk rock band mm-hmm. she, that she did. Yeah. Remember that? So who, remember was, that. who was Bart Simpson? Because I thought it was uh, the same girl. No. Because I know a girl was no, Nancy Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah, that's Bart Nancy. Simpson. Was she oh, on yeah. Herman's Head? Are we talking, huh? who we about? She was on Herman's Head? I don't know that. You don't know Herman's Head? No. Dude, you never seen E.T. Don't look at me like Really? I've got a friend named Herman. I've seen his head. Okay. Yeah, t- Not a bad looking hey, guy. Do, do you remember that show, The Herf and Derbler Files? That was, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> so, who? What? All right. Um, number one show in 1985. The Cosby Show. I'm craving pudding right now. Yeah. <laughs> Some pudding and Xanax. On our podcast, just... we call them pudding and Xanax. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, honorable honorable mentions of uh, 1985 TV shows: The Golden Girls Mm -hmm. aired first episode. Love the Golden Girls. How can you not like? I love. I mean, my my wife likes them. Well, that's why. Yeah, Yeah. but but it says a lot. Uh, Miami Vice, uh, 1985. I'm. I'm. I love them. I love I couldn't Miami get Vice. Into they influenced Miami Vice. the way we dressed. Dude, and totally. I and tried, the music we listened to. I tried the cars so we wanted, hard to dress yeah. like Don Johnson. Yeah. I mean, you know, who didn't? Like, who, yeah. who didn't? Who didn't wear deck shoes with no socks? You know, I'm and telling you, man. I mean, between that and girls' jellies, that everybody guy. had stank foot right in there. 1980. Mike Johnson. That's funny. So yeah, that was. I remember there was lots of. Lots of stars were lined up to play in that. I remember Glenn Fry was on did, did the soundtrack. He played a a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Phil Collins was on there. Sheena Easton was on there. Played that Crockett's was the wife. Show. It was the yeah, show. Yeah, that was, was good stuff. She died in his arms. Crockett, cutting Crockett and Tubbs. Crockett and Tubbs. Yep. Yeah. All right. And uh, remember when in Psych when they were they were arguing over who wanted to be Crockett and Tubbs, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, so Sean says, you know, I'm Crockett, and you know, Gus, you're Tubbs. Like, what are I gonna be Tubbs? He's like, because you literally in middle school said I want to be Tubbs when I grow up. <laughs> oh. Dude, Psych was a great show. Oh, I love I, it. We, we can all agree on that. Yep. Uh, and who's the boss? Was another honorable mention of uh, yeah. 1985. Also known as Jason's dad's van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, huge crap. You're, you're I, like, I fell in love with Alyssa Milano in Commando, mm. and then it just followed with Who's the Boss. I I loved Alyssa Milano. She's a little little crazy she's now. Oh, she now. is. She's certifiably whacked, whacked out. But yeah. she was probably one of my. You know, yeah, she's my like she Britney Spears on a bender, yeah. crazy right yeah. now. But boy, she was. She, she was, was a cutie. She yep. was dimples. See, I can say that because I was around the same age at that time. So there, there was go. there was nothing okay. nothing right. creepy about that. I didn't I didn't think she was hot until she got older. If that makes any sense. There you go. As a little kid, it's like, oh, it's a little kid. Yeah. And she got older. She mm. was she was in a movie. Charmed I, she was. Hello. Yeah. I yeah. remember I remember she was in a movie. I can't remember what it was, but it was about a group of people. Um 
like doing a thing. And, and well, that's, her a husband, great, that's a great premise for a movie. Club. It's all like really, a bunch no, of no, people no, it's, doing it's something. A, it's a recent movie came out a few years ago, but she was basically the wife of some guy, of one of the couples in the group. And like, he just constantly made references to how much he had to pay for her boob job through the entire thing. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yep. So oh. other uh, bonus TV shows of 1985, Night Court. Night Court was good. Night Harry Court. Anderson. Harry Love Anderson that. That and good. Bull. He was doing his magic Bull. tricks. Yeah. Bull Shannon. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Um, and Margie Post. Margie Post. Nice. Yeah, right. Nice. And, cool. and uh, who was uh, John Larroquette? Yes. yes. One of my favorite guys. Damn. He was one of my favorite yeah. characters. Yep. Uh, Highway I, to Heaven. Talking about Michael guys Michael with a lot of hair. Michael Landon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, Growing Pains. It was in 1985. Growing Pains. Yeah. Yep. With. Uh, his son's really the musician now. He's on The Masked Singer. Uh-huh. What? Oh, Alan Thicke. Alan, Alan Thicke. Thicke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go, Rob. And Robin and, Thicke, yeah. And uh, and what's his face? Uh, Kirk Cameron. Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Cam, there you go. Yep. Yeah. The guy that's in almost every Christian film. Christian, yeah, Christian yeah, movie. Yes. Him, him and um, Hercules. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, Carla's got a crush on him. Crap. Well, so you, oh, got, you got Willie Ames. Bible Man. Yeah, Bible Man. Yeah. That's well, who, um, shoot, who's the other guy? The, the blonde haired guy that's in a lot of those. He produces his own. Mm. Well, he was in, um, I can't think of it. Dude, right. Nicolas Cage was with Kurt Cameron in one of the Left Behind, Left Behind movies. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Nick Cage. Nick. Man. Oh, Nick. Yeah. Well, no, that was a, that was a remake. Like Kirk Cameron's did like the first two or three yeah. Left Behinds, Nicholas and then Cage. I don't Nicholas think Cage did together. a remake. That's like, right. Yeah. Like Kirk Cameron's like it's jumped the shark, and Nick's like I can do it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Two two seven also came out in 1985. Mm-hmm. Sherman Hemsley, uh, Jack A. Jack A. Mm-hmm. and Alice from uh, um, not Alice, but uh, Florence. Florence, Florence from, from, the, Jeffersons. from uh, the Jeffersons. Yeah. The yeah. Jeffersons. Yeah. Actually, and, Sherman and, uh, Helmsley wasn't in that. He was an Amen. That's right. He wasn't right. in two two seven. Wasn't um, Regina King in two two seven? I don't think oh. she. She was in one of those shows. Can you check that out? What is it? Just Google two two seven. Regina King. No, no. I, I just want to figure out what show she was. She was in one of those back then. I think it was Family Matters. Mm. One of those. Oh, I needed to call you out. Oh, by yeah. the way, because yes. in one of the first episode we were talking about the jeffersons and uh-huh. yeah they yeah. were never actually married oh yeah life. you already called me out on that i called yeah. you out on that yeah, you yeah. just wanted the glory to do it twice no i me? just i just wanted to let more people know <laughs> yeah <that. laughs> yeah so so i incorrectly said that florence and george were married in real life and in fact they weren't yeah. i was fed misinformation right jason caught it well mm-hmm. jason googled it and then called me. Yeah, out. I did my yeah. thing. I did my thing. That's, that's right. I listen to every I, episode. I and then, oh, no, that can't be right. Yeah. You know, Google. I, I love that. I love it. So, so, Regina King, so I got a bunch of different TV shows. Okay. So, I got like Watchmen, Seven Seconds, The Leftovers, American Crime, 24, The Boondocks, Southland, Leap of Faith. 227. There it is. There it is. 227. Bingo. You started with like the most recent. And I'm just going to Google. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Watchmen, so, yeah. that was a great I show. I thought she was in that. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Watchmen. So. I All tried right. to watch it. I couldn't get into it. Which, the movie, the TV show? Uh, the one Regina King was in. Yeah, you can't watch the TV show. You have to watch the movie. Yeah. Actually, you need to read the comic, then watch mm. the movie. And then you. I've got the omnibus. You can borrow it. It's all of them I together. I would want to be responsible. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 just really a, it's just a graphic novel, which I don't okay. care too much about. That's why I'm easy to give that one away. <laughs> so, 
But uh, Moonlighting came out in 1985. Yep. Great. Uh, oh, uh, love me some Moonlighting. Yeah, I love Moonlighting. Agnes DePesto was the... There you go. The, oh, yeah. The, I about her. Yep. I, I just think about Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard. Love like, me some Sybil. Sybil was beautiful back then. She now, was. Now, can I, can I say that was Bruce Willis's first foray into television? I think you can. I think okay. so. I think you really I can. Or so. movies or anything. Yeah. I, I don't. I, wasn't he like a bartender or something before that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he went on to a singing career. Yeah. Well, not much of one. Yeah, but Respect it, Yourself is not a bad song. Well, it, it was jazz, so I don't know if you really can call it, it music. Blues. So. It was blues. Ish. It wasn't jazz. Ish, yeah. yeah, you can't forget Booger was on there, too. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Booger wasn't, was wasn't on he, there. Charles DeMar. He was, was he Agnes's uh, love interest? Because I know they also yes. had had uh, Tully, mm-hmm. the big tall dude that was in the Dorf on, Dorf on Golf videos that Tim Conway did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never seen any of those. Oh, those are hilarious. That's funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, MacGyver came out in 1985. Love me, MacGyver. MacGyver. I still watch Mac- MacGyver. Yeah. MacGyver's good. They've, they've got a remake out now. Yeah. yeah I've never seen but it. You I watched, saw it was on the I other night. The I watched like five the... seconds. Like, this is not good. TV yeah. Lane or whatever. Yeah. Catch some good MacGyver. Kind of like, the, <laughs> like the Knight Rider remake in 2008. Where yeah, I watched like bad. one episode and said, mm, done. Can't mm, do nope. it. But I liked, um, oh, you ever see MacGruber on SNL? Oh, yes. That's so that good. was good. Now, the movie, not so much. Yeah, I didn't. But the little, you know, little two, little two three minutes yeah. skit at a time, good stuff. Very yeah. good. So, yeah. Yeah. all right. Uh, and another fun fact about uh, 85 TV uh, David Letterman's top 10 list becomes the show staple. It's the first time it premiered, it was hmm. in 1985. Nice. You can put that on your own top 10 list. There it is. Yep, there we go. All right, uh, we'll breeze through this part. Uh, Cartoons, Care Bears, came out in 1985. If he says says Wuzzles, I'm leaving. No, no. Uh, (laughs) Disney's Gummy Bears, which was another great theme song. Uh, G.I. Joe, the cartoon, came out in 1985. There you go. Jim, which my wife was a fan of. Uh, Mask, you guys remember Mask? No, it was like... uh, yeah, like the car turned into like the doors opened up oh, and yeah, became I'm, a jet, I, and then like the helicopter I being switched a thing, to. A, I never watched it. Yeah, I had the. It was called Switchblade. It was a. It was a jet, and then you like flipped a thing, and it turned into a helicopter. It was fun. <laughs> uh, Robotech made its debut in 1985. That was all right. Yeah, that was really. Take cool. your word for that. Yep, and Shira, of course, because that's yep. why she had the most popular, one of the most popular toys, and Thundercats. Probably, I know you're you're a big Thundercat man. I'm a Thundercat. I'm a Thunder fan. Thunder and, fan, uh, yeah. Thunder fan, and Feel on the thunder. Uh, they had one of the really one of the best intros of not just because of the song, but just the animation and everything that they did. Yeah. It was fantastic. I think in the in the um, on the eighties page, I'm going to have the best theme song opener. You know, it. it would be like the Wuzzles, the Gummy Bears. Are you doing a poll? Um, yeah, I'll do, do a poll. The poll, man. Wuzzles, Thunder, uh, Gummy Bears, uh, Rescue Rangers, or um, Ducktales. Hmm. So there's a lot of really good iconic 80s. <laughs> Did you that. ever watch any of those? Or? Um, about 1985, I was starting to sleep till about noon. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons at that point. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We, well, we we had this on our podcast. We did a whole episode, and Jason was on there, and him and Randy are talking about stuff. I'm like. I'm glad I have these guys here because I really don't have a whole lot to contribute to this conversation. Yeah. Except we start talking about Super Friends. Then oh. I was in. <laughs> Dude, yeah, because that was from the 70s too. So like I right. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh yeah, because I was I was nine and uh or I was six. Six in nineteen eighty and I was 
15 and 1989. So I was right in that wheelhouse of, oh, yeah. you know, all the cartoons and stuff, which is why my music tastes of 1985 are kind of lacking because, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you've got like Sesame Street and the wheels on the bus and that's your music until, <laughs> and then you like listen to whatever your parents listen to until basically you get old enough to get your own car, you know, right. and then you find your music tastes and the radio is now free to listen to whatever you want. And that didn't happen for me until the nineties. Right. So, which I, I admittedly am very strange, but I, once I got a little, at probably about the mid eighties, like at this point, I'm like listening to, to, you know, my own music, but I realized because like you, you're listening to your parents' music, you're listening to stuff they listened to when they were teenagers. So you don't miss any, you know, you don't get to exposed to a lot. So I went back probably about the mid to late eighties and started listening to what we call classic rock now. So you know, stuff from the seventies and the late sixties and stuff that I was never, ever exposed to. Cause my parents are listening to, you know, eighties country and Southern gospel. So I, I'm, you know, I discovered like Boston in 1985. So it was, uh, it was cool. So I, I, I love going back and hearing some of that stuff. Like I'll even go back and listen to jazz and blues from the forties and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's a, that that can affects a great one. Just <laughs> yeah, add that to your MIDI board. I should. You no, should. I don't need to. I, yeah, you know, it's, it's recorded anytime. It's, it's natural. That's right. So, what were uh, so what was your music uh, understanding, or what was your defining moment of music when you were growing up, Mike? Defining moment of music for me. I mean, I, I, how old were you in the eighties? Well, in eighty five, I'm sixteen years old. So, I mean, you're looking pretty much bands like Van Halen. Def so you're, you're pretty much coming into your own as far mm -hmm. as music taste. And yeah, starting to listen to Run DMC, scaring my parents to death. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're concerned about Mike. He's listening to that rap music. Yeah, Curtis Blow's <laughs> playing basketball. Basketball. Nice. Okay. All right. So um, popular books of 1985, uh, Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, um, which... You know, these the, the <laughs> books that I put in here are usually ones that become movies today or TV shows today that people know and understand. So yeah, not that one. It's just you never heard of The Handmaid's Tale? It was like I've heard of it. The TV show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was won like a whole bunch of awards. I never saw it, <laughs> but I know about it. Uh, Chapter House Dune by Frank Herbert, the last one in the Dune series. Dune. Oh yeah, Dune. Yeah, I no. love Dune. I got Dune. nothing. I right I'm over Dune. there. I got. I got four Dune books right on my shelf, and I'm on my way to get the rest of them. You ever rode in a Dune buggy? <laughs> Dune is a fantastic I series. I'm mean, like Dune. Dune is like oh, Sting man. was in Dune. Wasn't it's, he? If you took Game of Thrones and and turned it up to eleven with all of the political intrigue and everything that was going on, it's a fantastic series. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, uh, I never saw that. Never read it. No, no. Don't watch it. The, or Game of Thrones. They're actually doing. Read. They're actually making a a new. Dune movie. Uh is Sting gonna be Villa in the new no. The the guy who did bad. um uh the Planet of a Thousand Planets or what was that movie that just came out a couple of years ago? Um tag on it. I just had it on my tip of my tongue. Anyway, he's really, really a fantastic director. Um then so he's he's remaking Dune. I'm excited about it. Uh Cider House Rules by John Irving came out in nineteen eighty five. Mm -hmm. Contact by Carl Sagan. All right. uh, the Polar Express by Chris Van Allisburg came out in 1985. There you go. Classic. That Now that's a good movie. That's classic. Yeah. yeah my dad hates that movie. 
Really? Uh, yeah, because he's a big Tom Hanks fan. And so he heard Tom Hanks was in it and he went and watched it and he didn't see I Tom Hanks. I don't see no cartoon Tom and Hanks. So like, he, like left, he left the theater like just grumble. I that Tom Hanks wasn't in them. Are you kidding me? He's half the cast. Yeah, he's everybody. He's you know, everybody, he's yes, everybody right. in that game. Yes, yeah. It's like, well, I didn't see him, you know. But uh, <laughs> like, how could you not? Yeah. Well, this this is the same guy that I went and saw the Lord of the Rings, the first one, you know, the Lord of the Rings with it. And so we're watching it, and they have that scene where they split up and they get on a raft and they go riding down the river, and then you know, blank screen, you know, directed by Peter Jackson and all that. My dad's sitting there going, what's next? What happened? What, did they make it? <laughs> you know, it's, Tune in what? in nine months and, and you'll I, find out. I was like, dad, it's a trilogy. Oh, that's a bunch of crap. You know, <laughs> I just, just have to get your money. Mm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Skeleton Crew by Stephen King came out in 1985. Uh, Texas by James A. Mitchner. Lonesome Dove by Larry McMurty. Mercury, a, uh, which was a was really a series. Mini series. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, The Vampire Lestat by Anne Rice came out in 1985. So classic literature that went on to become television and movie classics. So, nice. Fun stuff. Cool Again, stuff. obviously for a broader audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More broad than this one, that's for yeah. sure. Books we can't what? even read. Not you broads, what? but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, sports. So talk, somebody wake me up when this segment's over. Oh, um, World Series champions in 1985 were the Kansas City Royals. Defeated St. Louis Cardinals. The I-70 series. Look at that. Look at that. God. He's just like, are you kidding me? You haven't watched E.T., but you know who was my, in the My geekometer just went off the rails. Oh, that's great. All right, Super Bowl uh, XIX. That's what, 19? 19. Super Bowl 19 champions, St. Louis, San Francisco 49ers. Boom. Nice. One of the best teams ever assembled. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> To go from but I've read all the sports. different books several times. They're amazing, <laughs> dude. I have them on my shelf. I mean, you know, you don't have a Joe Montana. Do you see any, anything sports in this room whatsoever? Oh, that's fantastic. anything that could even be related to a sport. No. Well, I don't even see posters of people that have appeared in sports movies in here. There's no posters of real people in here. I that's mean, fantastic. that guy. Is that that is actually a Tom Cook. He is the animation artist that did all of those. Classic oh, cartoon. Okay, we, we like him. We like yeah. him. Okay. I, I actually cool. I met him at he a comic. Like, he looks like uh, uh, Michael Keaton's dad. Yeah, he does. Tom Gross. Yep. Thank you. Stephen Gross. Stephen Gross. Stephen Gross. Gross. Yeah. I uh, I met him at Comic Con uh, several times and actually went out to dinner with him. He's a really nice guy. Hmm. Did he pick up the tab? No. You had to, right? No. We just we went Dutch. But, That's uh, nice. All right. Uh, NBA champions of 1985 was the Los Angeles the Lakers. Lakers beating the Boston Celtics. Give me a score. Magic versus Lakers. <laughs> Four games yeah. to two. Yeah. Come on, come on, sports rain man. <laughs> Magic versus Larry, man. That was a that was a great rivalry in Those the eighties. Dynasties, right there. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the MVP of the series. Yeah, yeah. actually, in now this I know from doing my research, nineteen seventy nine, the NCAA championship between. I don't know what the teams they are, but it was Indiana, Magic Indiana State, State, Michigan State. State. Yes. Yeah. With, it was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, right? You know, right, correct? Right. Yeah. So that is actually still to this day the most watched NBA basketball professional and college of all time. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, when now, you put it in the hole. That's what she said. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Oh, I mean, finally. We're, we're all thinking it. I mean, yeah. a, a reference See, when from I, a when decent show. I'm traditionally show. drinking something, I put it on my left, so I'm sure not to bump it. Well, then use that one. 
Switch them out. I can't. Everybody, I'm done now. It's empty. Freak of nature. Right. Freak of Zoid. Are you left-handed? No. Then why would you put it on your left? Because I'm ambidextrous. I got those holes there just for bugs. Yeah, you got my eye twitching over here. So, all right, Stanley Cup. You invited me. (laughs) Stanley Cup champions of 1985, the Edmonton Oilers. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. That's all we know. That's, That's it. all I know about That's that. hockey. And right. NCAA football champions, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. The Sooners, Nebraska. correct? Is that right? The Sooners, oh, yeah. All right. I got a sports record. So, you. 1985. Who would have been a big Oklahoma Sooner? Is that Brian Bosworth? Switzer. Uh, no, because the, the Bosworth was the Yeah, he yeah, was there. Yeah, that was about Very Switzer was the He coach. was on the Bears. Mm-hmm. Was no. It? He was never on the Bears. Played for no. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the boss oh, would have been eighty-five ish. Yeah, there he you probably go. would have been a sophomore, junior. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, back when players went all four years of college. Right. Yeah, they didn't go to class, but they played for yes. four. That's right. Okay. Uh, NCAA basketball champions of nineteen eighty-five was Villanova. Villanova, mm-hmm. big upset, huge upset. Raleigh Massimino. I would is imagine. Was it Georgetown? <laughs> Be, I do believe they upset Georgetown. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it would obviously be an upset because I don't even know where Villanova is. Philadelphia. So. Yes. <laughs> Georgetown's in D.C. Okay. I just, you finally is, got into my wheelhouse. Come oh, on, man. It's, it it's, took four hours until we got there. The, yeah. Just, uh, one year of your great. entire life, and all you can talk about is sports. That's awesome. All right. So bonus uh, sports information. God help me. Um, <laughs> all right. Michael Jordan is named the NBA's Rookie of the Year, 1985. Uh, in 1985, 18-year-old Mike Tyson makes his professional boxing debut against Hector Mercedes, winning by TKO in, a, in the first yeah, round. I was going to say he won by knockout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think it's a knockout, but it's actually a TKO. Not by bite off. Yeah, no. Not by bite off. Just... Uh, Nolan Ryan of the Houston Astros becomes the first pitcher to strike out 4,000 batters. Uh, Not in one game. It was yeah. That was over, that was a long game. That's a long so game. Several games. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, career. Uh, in his in his actual entirety of his career, he struck out five thousand seven hundred and fourteen batters. Wow. Yes. In his career. And beat the crap out of Robin Ventura. Yes, yes. he did. Yes, he did. That was epic. Yes. Yeah, because that dude came at him like he was going to do yeah. something, and he's Nolan just headlocked. Dude, headlock, and it turned into a hockey brawl. That is it was like, one of the most classic fights. He must have had four sports. punches in before anybody else got to him to break. <laughs> yeah, like, boom, 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 boom. He's like he's hitting him, and everybody's like, "Hey, is that a fight? Is a did a fight I, just I mean, break out?" Even <laughs> you know about that fight. Yeah, I saw, I saw the clip when I was doing my research. Okay, <laughs> that, <laughs> that transcended. I, I study. I study. You know. Yeah. Very in depth for these okay. things. Right. You know, because I'm I'm a, I'm I'm passionate about my craft. I see that. All right, uh, Indiana Hoosier basketball coach Bobby Knight tosses a chair across the court five minutes into a game Classic. against Purdue. Yes, his Classic. overreaction to a ref's foul call cost him an was ejection it really from an the overreaction? game. I mean, it was a bad call. It was a bad call. You know, yeah, throwing a chair—that was justified. I would say it's an overreaction because it cost him an ejection from the game, a one-game suspension, and two years probation. I look at that as vacation time. <laughs> I think I'm sure he did too. I'm sure he did. He's probably still, still getting paid. about it in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's I been mean, 35 it was, it's years. Been a very memorable moment. Yeah. It's it's up there. We brought up chair throwing last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah but that was for rest, we're wrestling. Talk, we were right? talking about, no, we we're talking about Hoosiers. Hoosiers, yeah. We're talking about like why Norman Dale got fired. We thought maybe Bobby knighted maybe somebody. He knighted maybe he knighted slung it. a chair. Yeah. Who knows? Bobby knighted him. Bobby knighted him. I thought he punched a player, but yeah. No, that was our guy. That was our guy, Woody. 
Mm. He punched I thought it. that was the Norman Dale angle. It could have been. We, we we were just off the cuff, couldn't yeah. think of it. So that's what that's what our reasoning was. He bobby knighted somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, New York Yankees manager Billy Martin is fired. For, for the, the fourth time. Fired so many times. Rehired again in eighty eight and he was fired before the end of the season. So and that was the last time he, he was uh that was awesome. with the Oakland Five days times. after that and said, Forget you guys. Yeah. And uh last bonus fact of nineteen eighty five sports, Libby Riddles becomes the first woman to win the nine hundred and thirty eight mile Iditarod dog sled race. It took her eighteen days and twenty minutes. Good Thanks, for Jay. her. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You know, fun fact, it's sports. It you is. Know, it's cool. It's it is. first it woman is. to do it. It's legend. It's a it's a known thing. Yeah. So and there you have it, folks. Is uh nineteen eighty five in Dude. a very long nutshell. We a very long <laughs> nutshell. Very good though. <laughs> it has been a long nutshell. Yeah. But the time has flown. Because fun times happen when you're having fun. When good time times flies are when you're by all. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's easy for you to say. Right, right. <laughs> so if I wasn't so, you know, punch drunk right now, hopped up on Coke Zero. There it is. All right. So uh, once again, thank you very everybody for coming in and uh, being a part of the show. Thank you, Mike, for your last minute uh, foray into this. I just hope I didn't dictate the conversation too much. (laughs) You 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 really uh, you you really led with uh, with where a lot of the conversation went. He spoke. He spoke well. You know, it it was good. It was that was fine. You know, some guys are like that. You know, we I've got one of my guys in my Chew crew. His name's Silent Sean. Doesn't speak, but when he does, man, it's like you got verbally sniped. Yeah, from across the room, good. you know. That's, that's how snowball does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowball, you know, it's snowball, snowball. <laughs> snowball. I love snowball. That's great. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, I know uh, you were a you were a last minute addition because one of our guys dropped out, and I thank you so much. Yeah, for, thank you uh, very well for jumping thank in. Thank you, and doing John. That. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thanks, John, for not being here. Nice, the, nice to up have in, not up met until you. yesterday. John's like, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and then today, oops, I double booked myself. Like, really, John? Really? 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 Mm, yeah. He'll probably regret it after he hears my contribution to the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he'll probably be, be thankful because he's like, how could I top that? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, but again, thank you for coming in, especially when it's last minute. And, you know, I appreciate it. It's been great meeting you, even though you said we met before. But, you know, I'll take your word for that. You're very welcome. Thank Jason's you. kind of a big deal, so he doesn't remember all the little people. He yeah, meets. exactly. Yeah, it's, I, I have so many I adoring fans. Speak, it's you know? it's yeah. hard to, you know, it's it's just hard to keep track sometimes. It, but, is. Uh, it and, is. It's uh, extremely hard. Matt, as always, thank you for being here. Love to have you. Good times. Thank That's you. Awesome. And Rob, again, your '80s knowledge makes you a legend, and I'm so glad that you were a part of this. I don't know about legend, but maybe yeah. like an idiot savant. More like <laughs> there it is. I'll go with that. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, man. It's it's been a lot of fun. I, I've been following your podcast from the beginning and and before, so it's good to see you've got to this point. You got all this tech gear. You got a producer. Everything's good. So it was definitely a pleasure and uh, good good to be here. Thanks it's for the a wonderful setup here. It's a thank very, you. Very impressive. Thank you. Even though very. Rob continuously just moves farther and farther away from the mic yeah, you know yeah. as he's... <laughs> sometimes less is more there you go <laughs> so and always thank you schnoz for being here and schnoz. for making everything run properly and right uh it's probably the best sounding podcast we've had so far uh just because of your technical expertise all this gear had better sound good yeah you I guys mean... should seriously you guys should Check this out. You, you need to like photos. get on your Facebook page and take a picture of this. Take a picture setup. of the setup. Yeah. yeah. Picture. Take a picture of take it. Take a, a picture. picture. Take a Nolan Ryan of it. <laughs> take take a cool egg jump. And beat up Robin Ventura in the process. <laughs> Do it all. Nothing wrong so, with a good picture. So I'm gonna take oh, one. Oh, you're gonna take you're gonna take a picture. There all we right. go. Oh yeah, this seriously violates privacy, you know. There it is. That's, right. that's okay. 
But uh, all right, yeah. Send Violet's that, send privacy. That, send that to me, <laughs> and we'll, we'll post it on the podcast. This, this is, now this is going to go on the '80s page too. Yeah, this got, episode. We, yeah. Well, I th- I think what we're going to do is next week I will take off, but I will draw everybody to chewing the fat, and maybe we can use that picture there as the as the lure to get them in. Okay. Like, That's hey, good. our you know we took a road trip this week, and this is what we're doing. So yeah. We'll draw all the traffic back to you. Sounds so. good. So, and then I know this will probably broadcast in two weeks because I'm going to be out on vacation. So I will. Two weeks. Okay. No, as far as like when I drop it. So right. I can drop it on yours, no problem. But like when I drop it on all of my platforms, it'll be because I'll, I'll schedule oh. it. I'll schedule it to do okay, it while we'll I'm have gone. To, we'll have to talk about how that's going to work. Okay. Just so, I, so, that, so that I know. Just so you can, maximize everything It can be on you. yours. That's okay. That's cool. We'll do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm we'll fine. We'll do it. What do you, what do you just, what, what, no, stop. No, no, we're not, no, do not take pictures of snot. I'm not, no. Okay. Cause no. like <laughs> his voice is bad enough. You put a picture on there, like nobody will want no to listen to us at all. No one will pay attention to us at all. There could be some women who've got a thing for Pee Wee Herman. There it is. Yeah, that could be. Could it be. could be. Or yeah. snowballs. You never know. There's one. There's one. There's one. So. There's uh, always but, one. Uh, he found a keeper. Once again, as we wrap up, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, Chewing the Fat does have a Facebook page. It's Chewing with an N apostrophe, the fat. Just look for the pink picture of the hog stack of hog fat. And uh, that's the one you want to click on because apparently there's a lot of Chewing the Fats out there. And I really didn't do a lot of research when I picked a name. Uh, so that's the one you want to look for. And um, just uh, just know that we're on there and we'll be on the uh, 80s page uh, living in the 80s on Facebook it's a group yes. it's not a page you're free to join um, yep. and as long uh, as you pass the membership criteria yes yeah he does <laughs> he does have some rules but it is it is fantastic <laughs> very it's, easy rules <laughs> it's great nostalgia um, I've had a couple of posts deleted off of there just because you shouldn't be posting Richard Mark songs from 1992 then I didn't no that wasn't I me. know it no, wasn't you no. it was that one dude yeah, yeah. I, no. I don't remember his name but man he got so hot so so, so just you know full disclosure like I created this page back in January to kind of coincide with the podcast. Cause I use one to promote the other and promote one with the other. And I made it very clear from the onset, like this is an eighties page. We want people to feel like they literally are back in time. So, you know, we're not interested in seeing, you know, stuff from the nineties or two thousands or whatever. So we kind of keep it 80 specific. And this dude posts this, this, video of richard marx and it's like 1992 it was a crappy song anyway and uh, <laughs> and so and so i take it down and you just kind of gently remind him like hey just so you know we're trying to keep this feel of the 80s going on here and and if you we start posting that people start posting you know all kinds of stuff from later and before and so i kind of try to keep it 80s specific so he gets on and posts this thing like apparently richard marx who was an 80s icon questionably uh, <laughs> it's not good enough because he had a 1993 song and then like 40 guys just piled on it <laughs> it was awesome it was yeah. awesome but yeah coming here today it's kind of different being on a different podcast i kind of feel like uh scott hall when the nwo started looking at looking at snowball <laughs> that's right it's like, you know who i am <laughs> Chico. So that's what, what did yes. what did NWA have to do with that? NWO. Oh, oh, New wow. World Order. N- New World Order. Oh wow! You actually, when you get close to the mic, you can hear you. That's For really life. cool. So, yeah. Okay. So it must have been. Anyhow, a, must it have been feels a weird. Or like when Ric Flair joined the WWF. It's kind of weird. Yes, it was. Somebody show up in a weird spot. Yeah. 
Anyhow, we're rambling. So, yeah. We're chewing the fat. That's what we are. That's what we are. But uh, yeah, once again, uh, check out the Living in the 80s uh, group on Thank Facebook you. and l- listen to the podcast. He's probably got, how many episodes do you have now? It's uh, We just finished, we're dropping episode 30 this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, so and, a lot and of Matt Matt is now uh, one of the administrators there on the page, go. and there you go. Kevin's wow. the other. So Promotion. we've got to. Yeah. So so was it was it, monster now? Was it you that that blocked me, or was it was it Rob? It's not important now, is it? That, really? I mean, do we want to? <laughs> so okay, so I, I I'm in another group on Facebook. It's called Pizza Connoisseurs, and I had a brain fart and accidentally dropped my pizza connoisseur meme. In the 80s oh, page. Yeah. And, uh, I deep six that one fast. Yeah. I knew exactly <laughs> I what, did, what I you were trying to do. Yeah, because you're on the Pizza Connoisseurs yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and, I invited you on there. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, but yeah, yeah, I didn't get like any kind of like, you know, instant message or hey, we just want to no, I got like a notification from Facebook, <laughs> you know? It's like, <laughs> hey, dumbass, that Blah. doesn't belong. Blah. So we deleted it. You yes, know? yes, that's that's what that's happened. Funny. Well, yeah. I, I've got this Dropbox of things to like reasons why it's deleted that you yeah. get sent. One of them's like uh, crude language or um, you know inappropriate content or nudity or whatever. One yeah. of them is like, "This is an '80s only site. Please respect." The, yeah, the page yeah. Or it something was like stupid. it was like when you get your report card and you get like a D, and then the teacher adds some snide comment <laughs> on it. Also, that's pretty much what <laughs> it was be like. Studying instead of reading comic books. Oh, yeah, too much. Yes. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's, uh, that's the show for today. And thank you everybody once again for being here. Thank you, uh, pod people out there for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it and appreciate your listenership. I wanted to say viewership, but that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that's going to be an episode. And I just encourage everybody to have fun, be safe, and we will see you next time. Okay.